talking about our thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts. What we talking about our thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories, thoughts and theories. Welcome back to the Thoughts and Theories podcast. Your boy Chris with a case is episode forty-four. Oh my gosh, we're close to 50. Six episodes away from um, 50. I'm about to say 60. But if it's your first time here, welcome. And make sure you visit chrisative.com. Spell K-R-I-S-A-T-I-V-E.com. Um, Chris and Ative put together. Um, and there you it will just connect you to all my platforms we're connected to, such as social media. You can hit me up on my Instagram. You can DM me. Send me a message or voice message. Voice message me in my DM, which I highly prefer. Um, and also um, um, follow me on IG. Subscribe to my YouTube channel as well as I have merch and stuff like that. Definitely means a lot if you do it. No pressure, but just throwing it out there in case you want to support a guy. And if this is your second or whatever time back, uh, welcome back. Thank you for coming back, and I appreciate you wanting to listen and tune in to what my knowing self has to say um but this podcast is literally just about uh very literally simply this just it's literally like my diary but an audio podcast form so whatever goes through my head or anything i have to talk about want to talk about that's what i talk about all for the sole purpose to remind everybody that we're at the end of the day we're all the same we all have issues you know you know um to remind you not you're not crazy as well as to give you the permission remind you that you have the permission to think for yourself to think to learn how to think and not to be told what to think but to learn how to think however you may take what i say um obviously all in in the pursuit of love you know and the prosperity of everybody um so yes today on this episode i do want to talk about um discipline you know that's a very heavy serious subject you know um that a lot of people don't like to talk about when it comes to children and stuff. I had a coworker of mine. She just approached me one day in the middle of work. She's like, Chris, what do you think about disciplining your kids? And the thing about me is that I like to explorant everything. Explorant is a word I made up. People, it simply means when you're asked to give an answer to something, but you just choose to go on a tangent, a rant, <laughs> because you didn't want to um, simplify and get straight to the point. That's me. Someone who talks and talks and talking like boy you can talk and stuff like that you know um if you ever saw the Dave Chappelle show when it was first couple of so I think it was season one when he had this little skit when um whenever someone's taking too long on something they have this little button with this little music that plays that says wrap it up that's something I probably need for myself you know um fortunately not that many people tell me I talk too much they let it happen and then like they tell me the fact that after like after I've done it a whole bunch of times. But yeah, anyways, maybe I need to start giving people permission, like a disclaimer, like just to let you know, I, I like to talk my behind off. I like to talk a lot, a lot, a lot. So at any moment, if I'm talking like experimenting, please, uh, I should do a hand gesture to give to them so they know they, you know, because I had one person literally start walking away from me in the middle of the conversation. I'm like, and one of the things that, a pet peeve of mine is like if I'm explaining something and you just start to walk walk away. Like if I'm talking about something I'm passionate about, you just you decide to just up and leave and walk away from the conversation. 
Not stop and say, hey, I'm sorry, Chris. I'll love to finish conversation later. Or, oh, I got a mercy. I got to go. But no, you just decide to walk in. Really chaps my height. But, yeah. Anyways, just went off a tangent there. But anyways. So, basically, you know, saying, well, growing up, I was like, yeah. Well, back to the story. Growing up, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was all for whippings and stuff like that. Because, you know. Bible verses says he who spoils uh, spirits a rod, um, spoils the kid, or surely puts his child to death. Blah blah blah. Discipline, discipline. We we think physical, you know, um, and stuff like that. You know, I mean, there is some history that says, you know, um, the reason why black people are more notorious whipping their kids, but the history behind that, they say they do it to their children, so it tells them if if they don't stop the course of the, the course. Of um, let's see, the the way at which I cannot think of what I'm trying to say, but I know what I'm say. That happens a lot. So if they don't change their behavior, like because they, they're probably misbehaving or getting in trouble like that, if they don't do that, they'll eventually get killed by the cops because of the fear of being killed by the cops. So parents like, I'll just be the bad guy right now. I'll whoop you now. It's not gonna kill you, but this will put you in line. So guess what? You won't get killed out there in the streets by the cops and stuff like that. So you can act straight. So we're doing we're really doing this as an act of preserving and saving your life you know um so growing up i was very big on math problems i told people i like to do math i'm like math was my favorite subject but i was like i always like doing math problems you know in real life situations and they were like chris what do you mean math problems and i was like well here's how i went if whatever I did equaled a whooping, I didn't do it. So it's like, if I do this plus this and it equals a whooping, I'm not gonna do it. That's what kept me good. I had to do a simple equation. So literally, I just thought about scenarios. If if I went down this path, what are the possibilities or multiple choices of what could happen? And if one of the multiple choices was a whooping, I obviously didn't, probably didn't do it, you know? Um, so that's that's what was going on. That's what happened in my head and stuff like that. But growing up, I know growing up, like probably before I got to third grade, I I would act out and stuff, but I calmed down, you know, because I was always just fearful of my dad. You know, my dad was a provider and stuff like that, All, like and you know provided for the family. He wasn't a deadbeat dad, but growing up, um, one thing that honestly I can say my parents lacked was pursuing a relationship from what i can remember just pursuing a relationship with me you know um pretty sure my definitely my mom would try harder than my dad but like i don't remember him ever like really trying to pursue to build a friendship with me you know um and the reason why i say that's because of this you know like every time you talk to your parents about something it's like well i'm not one of your little friends like i mean well that's in the black community i'm not sure about the other ethnicities and how their parents if their parents have their variation of how they tell that but black parents like well i'm not one of your little friends you know but when you grow up they were like how come you never come out to talk to us when we invite people over and he'd be like remember i'm not one of your little friends you know because at the end of the day this is who you tell all your 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 dark your you know your everything you do about your life your your good your bad your dark secrets your theories what's going on in your heart you say that stuff to your best friends why because you know your best friends they're not going to hit you or abuse you if you tell them the truth about something they might get mad at you but you know you're not going to get phys- physically hurt you know and stuff like that or hit for telling them the truth whereas if you tell your parents the stuff half of the stuff you tell your friends then guess what your behind's going to get a whooping
you know, oh, I'm sorry, mom, dad, I slipped up and lost my virginity at 14 or something like that. You no, know, or I slipped up and tried drugs. Like, what the, what the, helicopter? You know, and you get a whooping and stuff. Don't you ever, 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 why? Because I said so. You know, you always get the because I said so. And because I said so does not justify it. Because I said so does not satisfy a question of why. Because the most important question I believe you can ask in life is why. Why? Maybe if your kids knew the background, the story of why you shouldn't do drugs. The reason why you shouldn't do drugs is because you see that crackhead over there in the corner. You don't want to turn out like him. The reason why I do drugs because, you know, now that I'm a um, transition to be a fruitarian. A fruitarian is someone who just eats fruits, um, who lives, has their diets based, based off fruit. But I'm trying to transition to be like a 70, 80% one, you know, and then 30% vegan, 30, 20% vegan. Um, when you're not eating the foods your body is supposed to eat, your body becomes into a state of um, what we call acidosis. And acidosis is an environment that allows your body to stop healing itself. Because at the end of the day, I believe your body is the doctor. Your body is a healer. We don't need the doctors. We don't need, you know, or any of those people because our body is that. You just have to put your body in the right environment. You know, set the right conditions with inside your body in the environment, meaning your body has to be in an alkaline environment. There's two sides of chemistry chemistry there's alkaline and then there's acidic alkaline is for our body our, our body was made to be in an alkaline state state of being or alkaline environment whenever it's in that guess what your body can guess what resume healing you know um and and fighting you know fighting the bad stuff and getting all the bad stuff off your body and being healthy and thriving and you working at full efficiency but when your body's in a state of acidosis or a acidic state guess what your body stops healing. It pauses itself on the healing and your body just starts to decay and kill itself. You know, which how disease and all that stuff pops up. All right. Um, so you want to put your your body in a state of alkalinity. I forgot the point I was trying to make here. Oh, yeah. So with drugs. So when you do drugs, when you do drugs, put it like this. When your body's in a state of um, acidic, it actually, the point of acid is to eat away, to corrode away, to dry up. If you ever put alcohol on your skin and stuff, you see how fast that thing dries up? Well, guess what? Think of like, you know, drugs and stuff as acidic, it dries up. Because your body has to be hydrated, um, energized, and unclogged to be considered healthy. The foods you eat have to check check off all three of those categories that's why like fruit they're very hydrating you notice you don't have to do liquids with them because they're very hydrating two they're um they give you energy you know because they have the simplest form of sugar which our body was made for which is fructose and then three guess what they have enzymes in them that help to keep your body clean so your body's clean your arteries all that stuff is clean you can you can perform at full efficiency but on the other hand drugs on the other hand, they do the opposite. Drugs dehydrate your body at an even more rapid pace than bad food. It like dehydrate, dehydrates, as I gave the example of the alcohol, right? It dehydrates. Obviously, it doesn't put anything good in your body. It doesn't um, give it energy because it dehydrates. And then also, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know so much about clogging because obviously I don't study drugs like that, but it definitely doesn't hydrates. And probably doesn't give you energy like that. But it definitely dehydrates at a rapid rapid race, you know. Um, and because of that, that's why drugs, people say no, no drugs. Because the effects of acidosis are like sped up dramatically. Dramatically or 
drastically, uh, dramatically, no, drastically, <laughs> dramatically, that's a funny word, I should like have like t-shirts about all the bad words I make, the words I create, because I mix them in, so drastically increases the uh, rate of acidosis, because in your blood, if your blood is considered acid, that's how, you, if your pH in your blood becomes at an acidic state, I forgot what number, you die instantly, when your blood's in an alkalinity state, like alkalinity is healthy, so pretty much, um, yeah, because when it's very acidic, then guess what? It's not hydrating, it's not flowing, blah, blah, blah. So that's why drugs will look down bad upon it. Them behinds kill you. But if you explain that to your kids, don't do drugs because this is the effects and stuff, and you educate them and stuff like that, guess what? That's what they ain't going to do. They ain't going to do drugs because they understand the reason why. Will some people still do drugs? Yes, but, like, they know why. Now they're held accountable. But if you say don't tell your kids don't do drugs because they're bad and you just don't do it, and they don't understand behind it, then guess what? They're still justified in why they do it because they don't understand the long-term effects. You know, what can happen, you know? I have to, you know, so, and that's it. So, the point is, when I was talking to her, my coworker, um, yeah, I was saying, I believe in that, but I realized, like, when you're beating your kids, they don't understand why they do stuff because of the fact that, yo, a two-year-old, a two-year-old, three-year-old, they're not gonna know everything. Their kids, they don't know any better. You know that saying is like when kids do something very bad, like they'll, they'll kill a dog or do something like this. Like, well, the child didn't know any better. They didn't know any better. Their kid, we know that they're not really fully aware of what's going on. You know, in some sense, like because they're trying to feel, still, fill out what's ethics, what's moral, and all that stuff. And they, they look at you as a teacher. You know. So they just really don't know. And because they don't know, they do crazy stuff. So you can't get mad at a baby, you know, for knocking over a cup of water and stuff like that. Because it's a baby. They don't know better, right? Said a lot of parents, they'll beat the kid. Like, no, you have to explain. Or in that scenario, because a child is not of age to understand stuff, you have to give them grace. Because they don't, they just don't know. They just don't know. You have to, you have to teach them, but, you know, give them grace. Meet them where they're at, you know, which is another big thing. You know, so if you understand and meet them where at, and understand like, oh yeah, they 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 don't know this stuff, and find out where they're at instead of being like, no, this is where this is our tradition, child. You have to meet me where I'm at, or you get a popping. Of course, they're not gonna want to come to where you're at because where you're at is in a bad place. You know, so I was telling her like, yeah, parents should talk to their kids and educate their kids. I'm telling you, if you do that, you befriend your kid, because. Anybody that's a friend of the kid, they will listen to more. And think about it. Like, a lot of parents be, like, saying, don't do what your friends do. You know how they people, kids do what their friends do? Because their friends, like I said, they're not going to be hitting them, smacking them, and stuff like that. Most of the friends might yell at them or stuff, but the friends will be there to listen. But kids are more influenced by their friends a lot of times more than their parents, you know? And obviously, social media and what they see, because their favorite celebrity or superhero is not going to whoop them, you know? So, 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 so. What I'm trying to say here is that talk to your friends, be friends with your kids because they don't understand. You have to sit down and explain them why they And once they're educated on them, from there, they have the choice to make the right or wrong decision. But I guarantee if you talk to your children like they're adults and not like they're your servants, they will respect you more. And then they, they will second guess anything they do next time in the future. Yes, they will still do stupid stuff because kids, that's what humans do, are not perfect. But they will second guess and they will think about the stuff they do before they do it now. Like, oh, snap, man. My mom talked about to me about like, you know, for instance, talking about sex and stuff. How I said earlier, like, oh, if your child lost their virginity at 14, the parent go crazy, right? 
well, depending on the, the gender of the kid, most fathers be like, yo, son, but if it's a girl, it's like, oh, my gosh. You know, they'll call the girl a whore and stuff like that, but they can't keep the same standard for guys. It's weird. But point is, the guy's going to be like, um, you know, you talk to your kids about sex and what it is and understanding that, yo, you know, sex you know, for love is spread up into four different terms. You got stergos, um, you know, for like the prote- protective pre- parental love. You got agape, which is unconditional love. You got um, phileo, which is like brotherly love, you know, like friendship love. And then you have um, eros, which is erotic love, you know. Um, a marriage is the only scenario where you should combine all four of love's together so you know the person you marry is the person you're probably going to love the most you know and that's why i look at the person you're going to be with your life going to be your first priority your your you know your first priority and stuff like it because that's the area that's the person you're sharing with all four areas of love in life you know everybody else you're not going to share arrows with everybody you're not but when entering into arrows erotical love and stuff like that here's the thing when you whenever a guy sticks his key into the girl's nation, guess what could possibly come out of that? A baby or a disease, you know? And also, when you're having sex with somebody, guess what else is happening? You're, 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 you're tying your, they call it soul tying. So literally, when you're having sex with somebody, you're leaving, they're leaving a part of yourself in each other. That's why usually if you break up with somebody that you did something with, it's harder to, to walk away because guess what? You did something with them, you know? You got, you tied your souls, you know, and every time you guys, let's say, break up and then finally have started having sex with another person, guess what? It's like you Velcro yourself to each other or like glue yourself and then in order to break off, it's going to be painful. You ever like glue two pieces of paper together and try to rip them off? There's a piece of paper on each, each side of each side of each paper on each, each other's paper. There's a um, residue or like a glue patch from the other paper that was ripped off the other paper on each paper, you know, because guess what? When you do that stuff, it's hard, you know. Um, I heard a pastor say that when two people have sex, that's marriage and what that what God brings together, let no man separate and stuff like that because there's dangers that come with that. So if you explain to your child about like, yo, so if you look at it this way, I'm not saying you have to look at it this way, son or daughter, but like, yo, basically... When you have sex with somebody, you're married to them. And think about it. You know how many times people think about it like, yo, that means everybody I have sex with, I, I get married to. And every time I stop having sex with and go somebody else, I'm divorced. You know, I'm not saying that's how you're supposed to think. But, like, it, that could be how the, the scriptures interpret it because marriage is defined as that. When a man leaves his mother and father and the two become one flesh. And that's it. That's, that's, that, that was literally marriage. You know? So the question is, how many people you did it with that you said I do to that you didn't to? So think about it. Like, if you thought it nice, but every person I have sex with, oh, this is my wife, this is my husband. You know how many people you would decide not to have sex with it? And on top of that, like I said, there's a potential of a baby popping out of that. A baby popping out of that. A baby. So you're telling me you're going to disregard the fact that you can get a disease from somebody, possibly get this person impregnated or get impregnated by this person or be technically biblically married to this person all three which are very serious decisions in life you know some diseases can be for life but i feel that all diseases can be cured if you change your body but a baby something you can't undo once once you have a baby or even if you have a baby and abort it that's going to follow you the rest of your life you just can't walk that off and in marriage people don't know about it but like 
in my opinion, if you have sex with somebody, you're basically married to them. You're divorced. No one likes to walk around divorce. You know, these are three different ways this thing could go if you lay with somebody or the person doesn't get, you know, pregnant and stuff like that. But anyways, if you educate your kids and education means to bring out the light in someone, like to literally bring somebody out of the darkness and bring them light. So a lot of kids be doing stuff and then they get a whooping. So they're in the dark. They're ignorant about why they do it, you know, and then not only they're in the dark and don't know nothing about the subject, they get beaten worse into that dark. You know, so they engage into it more because, yo, I'm not feeling love. No one appreciate me. I'm going to go out here and do what I want. They're going to go do the stuff they just got whooped for because they don't understand why they're doing it. They don't understand the decisions or the ripple effects of that, the ramifications, you know. Um, so, I mean, like, talk with your kids. I'm going to be honest, like, with, when, you know, growing up, yes, I was a quote-unquote good kid, but I don't have to this day, which I need to work on. I don't have a relationship with my mom and dad because guess what? They didn't spend time trying to get to know me. You know, they don't know why I became vegan. They don't know my favorite food. They don't know, you know, who inspires me. They don't know what I want to be and all that stuff. I'm being just transparent on it, right, honest right now. And the reason why is because from a young age, I was very quiet. And here's how it went. Every time I got whooping or every time my parents did something I didn't like and because they weren't really investing in me, they were investing in me, like, taking care of me, you know, the typical stuff, like, providing for me, make sure I have a roof over my head. They weren't hard on me and stuff like you need to get A's and stuff like this. You know, they weren't super strict on me, but it's just that that relationship was never built. You know, um, same story can kind of go with rich kids. Their parents provide them everything. Like, you could do what you want. You could be a spoiled brat. But they never built a relationship with their father and daddy and their mom and mom, their mom or dad. And they end up shooting up to school because they never knew their mom and dad because they were left alone. They felt like they were alone. I was like, hey, hey, hey do you want to do this? you want to do that? And then parents like, no, son, I'm too tired. I'm too busy and stuff. Even the granite, if they're tired from work, they're tired. But they have to understand, you know, once you have a child, you're accountable for that child's happiness, you know. Until the child obviously gets of age where they can make decisions for themselves, then the child becomes responsible for their own happiness. But as a parent, you're responsible for your child's happiness. You know, part of that happiness is befriending them and investing in them by just taking them to the park, find out what they like to do. If they like to play video games, play with them. If they like to draw, draw with them really invest and be become a friend in what they do and stuff like that um and that's how i think and that's what's going through my mind right now um but yeah become a friend but long story short the reason why i see all this is because like just growing up drop my herbs in my car right now so the reason why i say all that because i grew up not really having a relationship with my mom and dad and i'm at the point that like if i don't have one I, I won't feel bad, you know, I don't, you know, parts of me says it's not a good thing, and other parts of me is saying, okay, Chris, because at the end of the day, my approval is not based on what anybody says, you know, because like I said, I'm responsible for my own happiness and all that stuff, so, um, you know, my thinking's different, I'm still trying to figure this all out, I'm not perfect, but I'm just being honest and transparent, because like I said, these are my thoughts and my theories, this is like my diary, so like, before you think about whipping your kids, just... Maybe you should talk to them. Talk to them. They're human beings after all, you know, and their 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 thoughts and their opinions and what's going through their head matters. And then you're they're trying to figure out who they are and why they're here and stuff like that. And it's responsibility as a parent to make sure you're investing in them, encouraging in them, letting them know that they're human, that you know, life ain't easy, you know? And and all that stuff and befriending them. You have to befriend them. Because how I think, just as a guy 
as me like I got these weapons and stuff and every time I got weapons like, I can't wait to move out all this stuff and I noticed as I got older the moment I figure out how to do stuff for myself guess who I'm not talking to that much well guess who I'm talking to less mommy and daddy when I was longer and kids the reason why I think a theory I have of why kids talk to their parents more when they're kids because they need they depend on their mommy and daddy for mommy and daddy can I go outside mommy and daddy I'm hungry mommy and daddy can you buy this but think about it when I get older when I learn how to feed myself, guess what? One less question I'm asking mommy and daddy, Kate, I'm hungry. Or telling them I'm hungry. Or when I get it old enough to not have to check in with them like, yo, I'm going outside. Guess what? I'm not telling them I'm going outside. So two less conversations I have to have. And three, mom, could you buy me this video game? Daddy, this. Guess what conversation I'm not having with them once I make my own money. So as a kid becomes more independent. And if they're having less conversations with you, that's showing that you have no really no no really good connection with your child or sometimes a child i'm not gonna lie they could be an introvert and that's just how it is they're quiet you know by the end of the day parents you have to make sure you're communicating with your kids when it comes to discipline i was like yo you talk to your parents about yo if you if you talk to me mom and dad i was like well my mom and dad raised me look how it turned out and i'm like hmm you know because at the end of the day people do things because it's a tradition but just because something is tradition does not mean it's right it just means it's a habit people have been doing you know slavery was a tradition and we know today darn well that's not right but i had somebody come to their senses to talk to people like yo this ain't right this ain't humane black people are just as equally as important as every other ethnicity you know and then now we, we look at that like oh if someone says oh slavery is right like what's wrong with you it's like but it was a tradition like nah that was a broken tradition traditions can be broken or good bad or good toxic or healthy you know so whooping the kids like me honestly at the end of the day i've grown to a mindset where i will befriend my kid will i ever whoop my kids i don't know but right now i'm definitely leaning on the side of no just because of the fact i've seen how i turned out yes i didn't go to jail and all this stuff but I think if my parents talked talk to me and sit down and invested in me, definitely had way more, way more trust in myself and belief in myself and confidence and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm responsible for that now. But I'm just saying, if you actually believe and breathe belief in your kids and talk to them and befriend them, you know how far they can go and how energizing that is they can do and how much more obedient they'll be listening to. Because think about people... People like to listen to people they like and trust, not someone who's yelling at them or don't spend time with them. It's like the the angry teenager phase is coming. Like when a kid gets their teenagers there in their room with the music up loud, playing video games or, you know, just music up loud in their own world. If they're always closed off, that's because they're starting to put together like no one clearly cares about me or what goes inside me or if I'm getting bullied and stuff like that. So make sure whatever's on your child's heart is your first priority, people. Yeah, that, that's that's all I want to say. There's so much more that I can go on from that topic, you know, but send me a message. Do you think you should discipline your kids? And, and if so, why? You know, hit me up in um, IG and my DM. I would love to hear your thoughts and theories on it, your opinions. So, yeah, people, visit chrisative.com, K-R-I-S-A-T-I-V, wait, k-r-i-s-a-t-i-v-e.com send me a message or d um, voice message me in my dms um on ig um, subscribe to my youtube page hit up my merch store subscribe you know follow me like just support your brother that's if you want to obviously it's your your choice and um can't wait to hear you guys' voices but at the end of the day 
you don't like what I said, just know at the end of the day, these are my opinions, aka my thoughts and theories. You're awesome. Peace. I'm out.